theme song. The Hello Kitty thing. Like, it makes me laugh every time. So I just won't watch it. And that is why I get so much hate. He means Courtney Cox. Up Gitchy Gitchy Goo means that I love you. Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know, man. Let's get back to the point. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Back to the Point Podcast, the official podcast of Close Call Entertainment. I am your host, Brad, and this is your host. Seth, hello, hello. And we also have, um, well, another voice here, if you heard him snickering just a second ago. And I was not the first guest. No, you, you were know, not. Whatever. Yeah, you didn't cool. ask until after we had a guest, Jamie. Anyways. Yeah. We we tried tried I don't want to be on a podcast. We tried to get you on this. And you've we asked like, for a year. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jamie. <laughs> yes, this is Jamie of Close Call Entertainment. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend himself. Yeah, we've brought you up a lot. Yeah. I know you probably didn't hear true. it since you don't listen to our podcast. Yeah. Oh, um, my God. But, <laughs> but we, we talk about you. It's a semi-often We hype you up. We've oh. called you a god. A god? <laughs> no, I'll take we haven't that. Done that. The man, oh. the myth, the legend. Well, they do call me Godson. It's it's in my to my bio. What? So. Oh, God, that's a lot. It's on my resume, actually. But, you know, whatever. You put your resume. You put that on your resume. As God. No, other people put that on my resume. What? Put Godsend. Yeah, yeah. Don't think about it too hard. So you're a Godsend. Is that what like directors write about you? Yeah. Haven't you heard that? What is this? As your stage manager, I disagree. <laughs> You've only SM'd me like once, twice. Really? Yeah, that's why I disagree because you don't even remember me doing it twice. Good I, job. I, I SM'd <laughs> it like twice, Brad. Good job, dude. You sure it was me? Yeah. <laughs> no. Jamie. It was yeah. the other Jamie. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know, man. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, well let's get, anyways. Let's get into some news. Yeah. Um Jamie, are you a fan of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies? Enough. Enough. Are you a fan of women in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies? Don't lie. Yes. <laughs> Why yes. does that feel like a trick question? <laughs> well, because you're not getting I'm up. a fan of women. In movies, <laughs> he really took that That's literal, this Brad. Is. This is a trap. If you say no, you're canceled. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> no, um, well, you're not getting what you want because Margot Robbie uh, says that her female lip. That's up. Uh, Jamie, do you like Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jamie, do you? And do you like women? We, no, I don't even need to ask that. You don't. We understand. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Margot Robbie says that her female-led Pirates of the Caribbean movie is dead. They've killed it. I didn't even know that was happening. I think the plan was it was going to be Mar- Margot Robbie, um, who's Zoe Saldana, and Karen Gillan. Oh. Is it Gillian? Gillan or Gillian? I, I thought, thought it was Gillian. Gillian. The girl from Doctor Who. And Nebula. Yeah, and yeah, Nebula, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. She has a pretty good interview online. Yeah. I'm sure she has multiple. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> She's she great. I love her. She's also in um, Gunpowder Milkshake, which is really, really good. Was that good? good? I, I thought about watching it's, that interview. I like it better than John Wick. And really? It's the same vein. But I'm... He also has some different takes that you're not going to agree with. So today. What? Is, is it like feminist John Wick? Basically, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, Brad. That's fine. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's dead. Which hmm. kind of sucks because I like the pirates movies. I just think they're boring now. I think the fifth fine. one didn't do well. No, <laughs> neither did the fourth. Well, the fourth one, we, as we just learned, um, we'll get to that later. But it was had a budget of four hundred and ten million. Jeez, that's insane for kind of any movie. I think that's a lot. Yeah. yeah, 
I can't believe it had that. the most. That's like the highest budget ever, wasn't it? That was the that is the high, highest budget ever for a movie. Speaking of budgets, yeah, uh, great segue. I try. <laughs> um, Fast and the Furious Ten or Fast X, as it's been called. Uh, do you know about this, Jamie? I know a bit about it. Yeah, it has a budget of reported, reportedly three hundred and forty million. Yeah, I I was never a big fan. Sorry, oh, Seth. I love him. Oh I my know. god, I know I love Seth him. is. But that's too much money. My issue with it is, you know, Vin Diesel had to put a lot of that in it. Like himself, he was like, I'm willing to invest in this movie. I want to say whenever it's the actor putting in money like that, they don't record that. What do you mean? Like, they don't count that as the budget. That's just like, you usually when they put money in like that, it's like, we need this much in order to do this. And then the actor's like, I'll, I'll put that in just to get what we need. Oh, I didn't hmm. know that. Good to know. I mean, I know for like charities and things like that, you can have like an in-line, do- in-kind donation mm-hmm. yeah. part. Like when I put money into like my own stuff, it's called like an in-kind donation. Unless I'm doing that completely wrong. Financial people, you know, tell me. But oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Let finan- us know. I think financial people listen to our podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but I just, well, I'm doing the math on that and... You've heard that, like, usually you have to double that budget for marketing purposes. Yeah. So to do that, you have to make a billion just to make a decent profit. Well, I know their market is more overseas than here, actually. Like the Fast and Furious franchise. That would make sense. I've heard a lot of that in terms of, like, they're huge, like, here, too, but especially outside of the mm. U.S. Hmm, I, know I, China, know. I know China is a big market for this so. stuff, but at the same time, it's like, I was looking at the other movies. Only two of them have made a billion dollars. That's still two of them. But those two were the one where seven and eight, which was the time Paul Walker died. Uh, so I'm yeah. feeling like that's the reason why. Yeah, at least seven. I mean, I don't know. I don't I didn't watch all of them. I don't know how seven. Ended, seven but. is the one that he died during filming. So his brother filled in and they like CGI his face mm. and then eight. And then like at the end, um, the Charlie Puth song plays. And it's oh, okay. See, I, I know a little bit about seven just from the news. I did not watch it. Mm-hmm. I watched it. That but. was my entry point. <laughs> Wow, that is yeah very different than where it started. I think I saw the second or third one before I saw any of the old ones. That was like the first. I know was, the so I know Tokyo those Drift are very was your simple. first. I think so. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that is the worst one to enter on. Uh huh. <laughs> nice. Um, I I I think that's too much money for any movie. Just any. I thought Marvel would have probably put more money into a movie. To they be honest, usually will put like 250 max. Because okay. that's just smart business. Yeah. Because yeah. then if you make five, you... Yeah. It's also a safe bet that a Marvel movie, like certain Marvel movies, would make a billion dollars. Yeah. But like, that's kind of... They've done that plenty of times. But even then, it's like, they don't... They're not expecting that. Mm-hmm. And it's smarter. Is Endgame the highest grossing Marvel movie? Do you know? I wanted... Oh, yes, it is. I, I think it assume. is, yeah. I think because that's... Because it's, it's also technically the highest grossing movie. Not grossing movie. Highest box office besides avatar but it also kind of beat avatar mm. i know they yeah they're racing right when didn't they yeah, re-release it was like avatar inflation point and then was weird about game. it no 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 they re-released avatar again yeah that's why it got number one again are you serious yeah, yeah. that's kind of petty yeah that's, yeah. I'm like, yeah that's why i'm like avengers has it that's fair yeah because I mean, initial release is all is what matters yeah i mean you release a movie 10 years later after you got beat it's like that's it's because you wanted that number one spot. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. then, then they advertise they can be like the sequel to the number one box office movie. Mm-hmm. And that's true. true. <laughs> that is true. Um, the next bit of news. There's not a lot of news 
this week. Oh, well, but, um, that's okay. We had a lot to talk about after news. You're kind of a comics guy, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Do you know the character Silk? Loosely, loosely. loosely. Spider-Man character? Yeah. She is getting her own TV show. Oh. Um, I believe it's live action. But it's a Silk Spider Society. And it apparently will kick off a slate of Marvel Sony live action series at Amazon. That's actually pretty cool. I like what Amazon does a lot of the time. I actually. also like what Amazon does. They have does. a good studio over there. And not I'll, a great like CEO, but <laughs> no, no, no. But like producing wise. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I like Silk. She's an interesting character. She got bit by the same bug Peter Parker did. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then she like, she was kidnapped or something and she spent like most of her teenage years just locked up in a cell hmm. or something and then she got out see when i listen to the podcast this is what i like hearing the brad encyclopedia of knowledge i have a lot of this i have talked about that <laughs> so i i don't look up anything anymore i just ask him because yeah. he gives me the perfect amount of knowledge to where i'm completely intrigued but i have no idea what i'm going into mm-hmm. it's really nice we've had multiple conversations about how much we I appreciate so you I brad it. yeah mm-hmm. pick another comic character i'll give you a fast one <laughs> My brain now can't think of a single comic book character. Uh, Jamie, <laughs> what you got, know. man? <laughs> this is why I never get to do this. No, this is true. Because I'm not a comic I say, like, Green Hornet. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I rescind everything I I've ever said about Brad. Bruce Lee is the sidekick and honestly the main character. That's all I know about Green Hornet. That's fair. I think they're doing another Green Hornet thing. Oh, wasn't the first one with Seth Rogen? The yes. movie? Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't great. But I enjoyed it. Yeah. I remember my yeah, uncle sitting me out of the room because, like, you're too young to watch this. <laughs> it seems, I think it's like a B movie kind of thing. Oh, okay. But, um, anyways, yeah. Of course, you've been, why Green Hornet? Of all the green characters, you <laughs> like could have gone characters? like Green Lantern, Green Arrow, well, I Green was, Spirit. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I wanted someone niche that might throw you off your game, and oh. it threw you off your game, and, uh, um, Godsend. So you, <laughs> Godsend. <laughs> <laughs> so you had a goal to throw him off and then went back and went Nyrus and everything I ever said about you after you set him up for failure. Yeah, I'm a Pisces. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't see the confusion here. That's that's a good point, actually. That, that's a good enough explanation for me. Oh, my gosh. Um, so we've got some Indiana Jones stuff, finally. On yes. The, on the fifth. Final one? Do you think this would be the last one, either of you? Probably not. Not until Harrison Ford dies. I don't know. I feel like him dying is going to trigger another one. I also think that. But that will be the Chris Pratt one. <laughs> oh, that'll be bad. Oh, that'll be. I know Chris got Pratt. That let me go on a rant about oh Chris gosh. Pratt. He is going to end up on those Christian Hallmark type esque movies within the next, what year is it? 2022? Almost within the next six years. I am calling it right now. He is in the pipeline already ahead. I'm sure he'll do one. No, I think that's where he's going to end. Like, I think his reign as an actor is that. slowly. Hey, a paycheck is a paycheck. That's man. fair. <laughs> I, I, also just, I also just worked on one of those. I mean, acting as the lead. I know, but I just worked on one of those. Yes, Brad. I know. And okay. you are a brand new PA. Yeah. That's speak- I'm not shitting on you. That's great mm-hmm. for you. Bad for him. I don't, I don't know if he'll. I think he is a good actor. I think he's a great voice actor. If anything, he'd probably go to voice acting. That's fair. He is a good voice actor. I think he's got enough money not to do a Harmark thing and That's just make his true. own thing if he really wants to. He's, he's like starving not destitute. For yeah. I don't know. I think six, ten years max. I think if anything, I think he'll either go to voice acting or he will just retire. 
also, that's a pretty good run. He might stop with film and just move on to stage stuff, too. Is he a theater guy? Eh, You know, I don't know. I don't think he could sing. I see a lot of film people. I'm not necessarily saying musical theater. I think you just hate Chris Pratt. I do hate Chris Pratt. He does. I'm getting that vibe, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I used to love He used to be my favorite Chris. Mm. It's very sad. Always been an Evan Stan. That's fair. And He's I, also my favorite now. I chose correctly, and I've I've stuck with it. <laughs> did you guys see the sexiest man alive cover? Yes, yes. I did. Okay. And indeed, I didn't he mean was. to steal the news. I think thing, it's criminal it that important. it took this long. Yeah, Paul Rudd got it before him, which I'm not saying Paul yeah, Rudd. I think so. Yeah. I think it's his first. You only one. get it once. The Rock oh. got it. Yeah, The Rock's got it. Paul Rudd's got it. Hemsworth's got it. It's 2022, and he's I'm surprised been he hasn't gotten it yet. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Right. It took this long. We need to, to look through the catalog of the sexiest men alive and see who, okay. who's who's done it before him. That feels important. Are you about to now. pull this up, Brad? Sexiest men alive. It feels important. That's fair. Indiana Jones Five is happening. Moving along. <laughs> that was the news. That was a great segue. Guys. Honestly, the news of that is that um, well, there was a trailer that was released at D twenty three, but we've gotten some more photos and we got some ideas as to what the story is. It's going to be set in nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, you look it up, uh, Seth. But it's set you. in 1969. It's going to be revolving around uh, the Nazis that actually like that we got and that helped with the moon landing, like the scientists and everything. Mm. And I believe Mads Mikkelsen is going to be the villain. Hmm. That's cool. So um, I'm that's excited the guy for from the third Fantastic Beast, right? Yes, he's like also, he replaced he's, John Depp. Yes, he's also um, the villain in Doctor Strange, the first mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I love those Lego video games with Indiana Jones. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I don't. Actually. I have it on DS. Yeah, those are fun. I watched. The, I played the Marvel one and the Star Wars ones. Yeah. Oh, there was one too where it was like you could change worlds, right? Oh, really? Like crazy. I didn't know. About I feel that. like that was one. That sounds like crazy. one of those like knockoff black market like 251. No, games I feel like it was actually thing. like it was just like you could switch around, kind of like. What did Disney do with like Disney Xfinity or something? Those little yeah. statue things. I did you know could what put those were. There. Yeah, that was, it was like, like that was, that was for Skylanders. I was though. about to say. Mm. Sorry. No, it's fine. That that those weren't good. I loved Skylanders when I was. I don't younger. think they were great. No, they were not great. It's games. not great. But it, it, when you're when you're ten, stellar. yeah. When stellar. you're ten, you like everything. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, all right, so Ryan's gonna list all the sexes oh, been alive. Gibson. Oh, what he was ass. the first. Oh, he was the first. Mark wow, Hammond. They really missed on that one, didn't they? Yeah. Mark Hammond was oh, two in no. CIS. Harry Hamlin was three. So far, what I'm learning from this is that John F. Kennedy Jr., wow. Um, is that wait, so when did this start? Sean, Sean Connery? Connery? No. 19. This is more about popularity than actual sexiness. 1985. I don't know. I'd say so far, like three out of four. What year is Sean Connery? 89. What's that off of? Was that a Bond year? I think so. No. No? He was in the 60s. Is that too late? Yeah, he was in the 60s. Yeah. This feels like, okay, now 1990 Tom Cruise, Sexiest Man Alive makes sense. That does make sense. That was kind of like his height. Yeah. Not Patrick Swayze. Definitely. I think that's fair. uh, Yeah, of the time. 91. Yeah. I mean, these ones now, I'm like, they're old. Who? I don't know who Nick Knoll yeah, is. Yeah, I was going to say, who I've is heard, that? No, I've heard of Nick Knoll. Can I see? I can't see. Go back up. That's not him. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've seen that guy. I've seen that guy. Okay. And then 1993 was the sexiest couple alive. Let's let's skip ahead a bit, because I don't think Chris Evans was <laughs> even in the running at the time. Keanu Reeves. Was 1994? I think that's fair. Same with Brad Pitt, 95. 
Denzel Washington was 96. Hey, first black one. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, George Clooney was that, 97. That makes sense, too. Harrison Ford was 98. There we go. Richard Gere was 99. Okay, that's a pick. Hey, he was really famous. Brad he, was, he was. Brad Pitt got two. Okay, so you can get more than one. Because I feel like Keanu could get it again, too, to be Pierce honest. Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan fits. Pierce Brosnan's a very Keanu, sexy man. Keanu could get it again, because he also Affleck looks should not very be on different. Ben Affleck. I'll say it. Who? Ben Affleck should not be on this list. He's all right. For 2002? Yeah. He's done a lot. He's a good-looking man. Johnny Depp. I think he's That's a bad a husband. Right? What'd you say? Ben Affleck, isn't he a bad husband? Isn't that a thing? Probably. Probably. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like that was a thing. Probably. Jude Law. Accurate. 2004. Sure. Matthew McConaughey. Also a niche. Yeah. Yeah. George Clooney again. Cool. Matt Damon. Eh. Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Absolutely. Yeah, I can agree. Okay, so Hugh Jackman, Johnny Depp again. Ryan Reynolds makes sense. Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Channing Tatum. Tatum. That was definitely just because of like, um, oh, what is it? It's not like Mike. What's the Mike one? Magic Mike. Magic Mike. Thank mm-hmm. you. Adam I was like, Levine. Like Shitty yeah. guy now. Um, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Oh, Chris. Oh, Hemsworth got it before Evans. Hmm. David Dave Beckham. Beckham. He seems so fake. The Rock. Yeah. Blake Shelton. Blake Who's Shelton. Blake Sh- wait, wait. The country singer? Yes. yes. Beautiful voice, that man. Okay, but not the sexiest man alive before Chris Evans. I don't know. That what voice can cut that? butter. 2017. I don't, I don't even know if a country it can cut fan. butter. <laughs> 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 That's saying something. Hey, I always learn something about him, Jamie him specifically him here. Do some covers. It's pretty good. I don't really like country music, but like the covers and stuff. Do you country? not like country? Country. <laughs> <laughs> country. Country music. music. I don't even know. What no, not saying. a fan. No. I love country music. I guess I guess that year wasn't something that Evans was like doing something, but at the same time, like he was Captain America. Captain America came out in 2012, didn't it? 2011. Okay, I was close. 2011. I remember being in middle school. Yeah, and being like, "What is this?" I'm mean, being like, "He's the best." He's great. He's great in a lot of things. Yes, he is. Got Pilgrim vs. the World. Yes. Losers was the same year. The losers. Yeah, it was the same year as the um kept first one. John Legend as 2019. And that is really, a pose. I did not hear about that one at all. Michael B. Michael Jordan, B. Jordan. I can respect that. Mm-hmm. This seems kind of and like Paul a Paul Rudd, and then Chris Evans. Evans. It seems like they kind of have a backlog, though. Like I'm looking at this, and I'm going, "These people were really famous like three years prior." Does yeah, kind of like, to their like they think about it before? Yeah, that would also make sense because it just feels like it take it took this long to get to Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah. That feels like they've been trying to for a minute. Like I feel like his nod this year is really an acknowledgement to him stepping down as cap. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Is it like those? Um, the Oscars had like awards like that, right? The um, lifetime achievement. Yeah, something awards. like that. Didn't same they thing with to Samuel L. Jackson. I think so. I don't know, but same thing with like Michael B. Because I feel like his big big year was like eighteen seventeen. Mm-hmm. With like he got it in nineteen. Yeah. So could be. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, did we hack the system? I think we did. I think you did, Jamie. <laughs> people who run that email in. <laughs> Tell us why you pick these men. <laughs> I love that this is a media podcast. Yeah. We're going to take a whole moment and just a, talk about the sexiest people alive. Is there a sexiest uh, women alive? There should be. I think I've it's sexist if it's not, one. to be honest. I've never heard of that either. Like, thinking about it, I'm just like, I've never heard of, like, anybody bringing that up of, like, oh, they won sexiest woman alive. No. There it is, is there? not. <laughs> mm, I wonder if it's because, like, like... You don't want to objectify the women? Yeah, the female but objectification can, is already so mainstream. But we can you know? object the men. 
I guess that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, not yeah, but like. <laughs> also, I will say the most people who read that magazine probably yeah, are women. That. Is that People Magazine? What is that? People Magazine? Yeah, yeah. I've never read a People it's like Magazine. The, the, like, I flipped. I flipped through. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I haven't flipped through one of those type of magazines <laughs> since like Teen Beat in like 2010. I remember like Teen the Beat. teen versions with like Nickelodeon stars. I would not give a shit if I won that award, to be honest. Like if so, like I feel like The Rock has always been like hey, sexiest man alive or something like that. Like he actually like wears that shit proud. And I'm like, they give that out to kind of anyone. I think it'd be hilarious if Kevin Hart won. <laughs> they would are you kidding? they would not give it to a short man that's what we need to be campaigning for kevin, kevin hart, hart sexiest man alive kevin hart sexiest man alive 2023 i think <laughs> going for it i think the short like uh phobia is going against i don't think they would give it to a short person honestly. you know i feel that because i feel like all of those people are like six foot clean i think you're right like six at least it is at least. it's those people that are just like uh i don't date a guy under six foot and which it's is just, such <laughs> i have so many issues with that no, yeah, who, who should really get it is uh, Rainin Wilson, um, Dwight from The Office. I don't watch The Office. Anymore. I don't watch The Office. But oh my God, guys, how can you even have this podcast? What the heck? What? <laughs> we have taste. That's how. Yeah. We've also mentioned You're that make we hate enemies. that. And if oh, you enemies. actually watch, listen to the podcast, you know we've discussed this on multiple occasions. This is that we haven't made enemies because no one listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> even our own boss. Well, you know, I feel like what turns... A thing on really is controversy, and this is your moment right here. Controversy, yeah. We have tons of controversy. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) We do have tons of controversy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At least like once every month, Brad's like, "You just give me whiplash with that whole take." Also, like until last week, this man didn't like the Princess Bride. Yeah, Yeah, I know that has been a long time coming in our relationship. Yeah, yeah. I just, it's, it's mended now, though. I feel I like, like I can finally movie. look you in the eye. So, you know. Wow. <laughs> That's the movie. You just unplug this. Like from the mic. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Even when you're calm. <laughs> just start recording again. Oh, I know I did wrong. No, stop. Wait a minute. Does it have to click on the I'm glad you got that reference, Brad. <laughs> it took me a minute. <laughs> Alrighty. And we're back. Alrighty, at Brad, the this is starting minute at minute 30. Yes. Yeah, cool. So make sure you have that. Yes. Um, Go on. What were we talking about? Sex has been alive and Jamie talking about how um, me not liking the Princess Bride was a feature. Oh, no, that was me. Yeah. No, like, so until last week, he did not like the Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. So we, we have, we have, what's that Bane quote? You've merely, <laughs> you, you, what is that Bane pause quote? Point. No. You, you got to tighten the other one. No yeah, pause look. point. His microphone just started right falling. <laughs> I'm keeping okay. this in. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. You, you've merely adapted the controversy. We were raised in it. You guys are right about the confidence part. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that. 
Oh, that was great. Uh, I think um, we should get into today's topic today. Do you think that's fair? What? Should we get into today's topic? Yeah, probably. It's been <laughs> half an hour. We've, we've kind of barely talked about anything. <laughs> We're talking about, um, well, because Jamie is a very big Edgar Wright fan. Indeed. And we decided that we were going to review um, some Edgar Wright movies. And what better movies to watch than the Cornetto trilogy? Which they were his first three, correct? Yes. Well, not his first three. I think Scott Pilgrim was in between um, Hot Fuzz yeah. and... I think there was yeah. a bit of a break between Hot Fuzz yeah, there and was like a, End of the mm-hmm. World. Six year break? Something, because yeah. End of the World was 2013. Yeah, he was and, definitely and still working in between all that. Yeah, because yeah, so Scott Pilgrim was 2012. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it, these are still like... Shaun of the Dead is where he started. Yes. And then, and so, of course, and these are all kind of connected in a way. Kind of, you mean they mentioned the ice cream once? No, in no, each no, 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 no. That's that was the fence gag. He doesn't <laughs> like do that. Fence gag. <laughs> he doesn't like that it's called the Cornetto trilogy because it's the ice cream. You could call the Sean the. No, you could no call, his name is not Sean. I know it's because it's Sean of the Dead, so it messes me up. Do you keep wanting to call him Sean Penn? Yes, oh, because wow. of Sean of the Dead. But no, I think I think Cornetto's fun and weird, and of course, I mean, yeah, it's fine. But it's they're connected because it's all the same people. Yeah. And it's just, it's the same, like, kind of crew. It can grow a bit, and but it's still ultimately the same. And, like, the comedy, I feel, is pretty similar. It's a it's a big, like, experiment. The comedy is definitely similar. I can definitely sure. agree that the comedy is similar. It also, like, each one of them is kind of a spoof of a certain type of genre, like, subgenre in a movie. Mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead is obviously zombie, specifically Dawn of the Dead type of esque movies. I feel... It's fantastic. It is. It is. Because well, then you also have Hot Fuzz, which is Bad Boys and Point Break. Like they they mm-hmm. call it out and then do it directly in the film. And then At World's End is I don't really know what that is actually. Apocalypse movie. I I don't know. Don't look at me. I was thinking more like over type of movie. Alien invasion. Yeah, it's just it's like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And like then the ending is a whole thing, but we'll get to that. Um, I think let's start. Let's like let's start with Shaun of the yeah. Dead though. I think that's a like one of the better zombie movies. Ever? Yeah. So I I hate the zombie genre. And maybe that's my my controversial statement. That is controversial. I don't even think right. it is, because I'm with you. Oh, thank you, Brad. Nah, fuck thank you. I'm not a fan zombie of the zombie. I'm not a zombie fan. I, I, I don't it. like the zombie thing. Just I've tried I, walking the Walking Dead so many times. Just today I learned I that there it. were eleven seasons of that. I thought it ended yeah. after eight. No, I think it just ended. Walking oh Dead doesn't God. count. When I think when I talk about zombie movies, I'm talking about Night of the Living Dead, Shaun of the Dead. Evil Dead, like like. Wait, weird you think shit. of Shaun of the Dead, even though you did, you just watched that like last night. You mean this morning? Yes, oh, this morning. You did. <laughs> you literally this me, morning. You told me you were gonna watch one last night. Yeah, you know what? Barry got busy, <laughs> <laughs> so I watched three movies today. Oh jeez! Someone sound the boxing um, alarm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think this one is way better. I think I, there are like two, maybe th- I guess three, three zombie esque movies I enjoy. Shaun of the Dead, Warm Bodies, because I'm a sucker for love, and uh, Zombieland. That's a guilty one, I feel. Zombieland's really good. Zombieland is good. Night of the Living Dead is really good. All The, the original sequels uh, are also good. But I think all the like actual horror zombie movies, I don't care about. I gotta get you to watch Night of the Living Dead. It's I, my favorite I don't movie. think I'm gonna care about it. I will it. admit, I need to watch Night of the Living Dead. I have it, and I just haven't even watched it's it. It's so good. Like it's it's truly a masterpiece. I also want to watch Evil Dead. Is that zombie esque? That's My, demons. You would think demons? so, but it's more oh, demons. Okay. But like they kind of turn you into a zombie, kind of. Yeah. It's weird. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of the last episode where we had a guest on, that those are the <laughs> movies we reviewed. 
Because um, because a lot they even like mention Ash in this movie because mm-hmm. he's like Ash called in today and it's because it's Ash. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I um, but I don't know. This is fun. I love the fact that you we we start with Simon Pegg's character who is. I'm, by the way, I'll admit I have not really remembered the names of these characters. I just will go call them by Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty prepared. I'm gonna prepare to Google some things. Here, yeah, probably <laughs> yeah, just yeah. to double check myself. Do. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. but um. Like he's just his life sucks. He's kind of a loser, but there is a reason for that, and that's because of Nick Frost's character just dragging him down and not letting him be, I guess, successful in anything. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I just the comedy is great because I just love the fact that the zombie apocalypse just happens in this movie. There's no like, oh my god, it happened. It just it happens in while between like the day, and, and he doesn't have, notice. I do it, love how casual it is because they even have little moments where like, oh, that could be a zombie. That's just like him yawning or yeah. this or that, and it's like okay. And then he just wakes up and is taking a stroll, and all of a sudden there's blood everywhere. You hear that people called into work because they're sick. Like they just they just casually gloss over mm-hmm. it, and he even like picks a drink, and there's bloody hands on. It. He doesn't even notice. No, not at all. He's so like in his own world and just like living but you know off habit and everything like that that he's just like it isn't until just there's somebody there's a girl in the backyard mm-hmm. to, that they realize and they don't even realize for a while they, they just think she's drunk and like what was it a rock or something at him i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they, well first there's a girl there and they and she tries to attack them like oh and then you just shove her off she's like fuck off you're just drunk and then she falls and impales yeah. herself mm-hmm. and then they <laughs> Grab a basket because another like, one comes and I they're like just that. chucking shit horribly. I like oh, yeah. that bit though where there's, you know, that moment Simon Pegg character has the like, oh my God, I just killed a girl. But then that he says like, oh, thank God she's okay. <laughs> she She's not dead or something like that. Or she he isn't responsible for mm-hmm. it. And it was just like that. That's fair. I would probably think the same. They thing. have a brilliant casual humor. They Absolutely. do. And I love it. They have great chemistry. Mm-hmm. They do. Like I can they see do. why he was like, I'm gonna keep both of you through all these movies. Yeah, yeah, no, they're fantastic. Well, I'll, 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 I have to do my right and point out the one flaw of that movie. And which, I was, I was gonna say if you didn't, there is an unfortunate N word in the movie. But other than that, I, the I, Cornetto trilogy is brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take this out of context. I'm going to defend that. Um, Taking it out of context. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I, it's done by Nick Frost's character, whose character sucks, and you don't like him. And I feel like when he drops it, it almost like encourages that of like, fuck you, you suck. You're even one of those people that would just say the N-word even though you shouldn't be saying it. Because he didn't even say it with a hard R. He says it like it's a party and you're saying, Yeah, oh, and it's like, fuck off. You, no, that's not cool. But he's, you're all, you can't do that towards everything he does. Yeah, I feel that, but I'll never endorse oh, no, no, that no, 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 type of, course, of thing. Though. Of course yeah. not. That's very fair, but I feel like I feel like they use it in a way that works. Ish. I don't okay. know that it ever works. I think it's just one of those things. It's never justified. Okay. Yeah, that's, even if that's it my does mindset. like add a comment, it's never really justified. Justified, and it, and you know it's one of those things too. Where who has the big debate? Um, Kill Bill. What's his face? Uh, oh Jesus! Uh, Quentin been a Tarantino. Yeah, oh, Tarantino. Yeah, Tarantino. Tarantino has that lot. big debate. Yeah, you I know? won't defend him because he he's a shit guy. He'll yeah. do anything to say. Yeah, that and word. see the thing is like Tarantino makes good movies like he does he makes good movies he's great at stealing movies he's great at stealing movies but like that it still doesn't justify certain things that he does in the movies for me right Mm -hmm. because he made um what's who's Uma Thurman oh like I haven't seen Django Django if you're wanting somebody trying to find a reason to say the n-word watch Django yeah 
I've heard Django's really good. It is good. Um, but he like made Uma Thurman crash her car mm-hmm. multiple times to get the takes he wanted. And Jeez. like she got hurt. Like oh, she's the, talked mm-hmm. about it, wrote about it. Mm-hmm. It's like that's just tip of the iceberg. Well, it, it's an interesting thing too, because Kill Bill and Kill Bill 2, um, and Shaun of the Dead, I think those were some of the first like more mature movies I saw, like just growing yeah. up, just in general. Well, Sean was like what 2004 something mm-hmm. like that yes I feel like I just randomly caught it on TV or something one day mm-hmm. but it's interesting because like that's what I grew up with right it's not only until later that I realized I'm like oh I don't like hearing this oh, is <laughs> yeah it, is it a rush hour thing yeah it's kind of a rush hour thing <laughs> rush hour is a whole yeah rush hour thing. Is, but it's a sense of you love the rush hour movies yeah yeah it's, it's just exactly that. so I'm like even though they're e- problematic yeah like I will call out the problematic thing but still be like no this is still great yeah. it's just got this this and this well, you there's know. a difference between dated and bad exactly and some things can Rush be both. also does that inward thing yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but again it's dated it's yes, not bad and same with sean it's dated not bad yeah mm-hmm. and, I, and slightly different too with rush hour is they have um asian people saying the n-word and yeah. stuff like jackie chan says it and it, that was one of those things where has has a person of color people of of other color like you see that type of banter like in real life yeah so kind of like you see you know white people say the n-word in real life but like it's not banter when white people do it usually right well yeah because no. it's discriminatory because <laughs> <Yeah. people> <laughs> yeah. they know they don't yeah. care rush hour's big problem is the massive amount of sexism i would say yeah, oh i was gonna say that asian racism was pretty high Tuck oh yeah, is it, rough. Goes, it goes back and forth yeah. baby <laughs> it's rough <laughs> Um, Let's get back to Shaun of yeah, the Dead. Yeah, sorry. We definitely I like Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. I I it's my favorite of the trilogy. Mm. Um which I think speaks to the fact that I love zombie stuff. Yeah. Cuz it's definitely fit in that realm of like where I really love horror cuz it's like it's they had more special effects to it because it is newer, mm-hmm. but at the same time it was a very low budget indie film. But at yeah, the time. it does not feel in a low budget. No, it, they definitely like push it well without like showing that it's that they didn't have as much money as they wanted well edgar wright has this amazing like use of editing i think Mm -hmm. you know you can tell he's really in that editing bay with with his people saying let's do this and this and this he has an idea he's also taking like some innovative shots like like we were talking about it before but the there's a day where he goes to the store it's like a is it a warner i don't know but he's just going to the store to pick up some things and he mm. interacts with some of the people and then he walks back and then he does it again. And that's when the zombie like, oh, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like, it's like the next day he goes back everything and then the zombie apocalypse happens. But the using, but that's like innovative of using this same shot and then telling the story of like zombie apocalypse has happened and this dude doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And like, that's, that's creative and cool and fun. And then he also is doing that with like some of just the more I want to say that was newer of some of the mundane shots of like somebody like pouring a cup of coffee or it's like mm. quick cuts and and everything. yeah the quick cuts is definitely like his major mark mm-hmm. as a director in my opinion he has this great like uh like whiplash type of thing mm-hmm. he does a lot and it's really cool where it's like whoa, 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 yeah 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 and he does it more and more later on but mm-hmm. it, you can see it's like his his vision is developing which you see with a lot of those like stylistic directors and it's really it's really fun mm-hmm. it's really cool. Well, because you can see with like Wes Anderson. Yeah. Because like where he was with my favorite, the live aquatic with Steve Zissou, is a very different point than where he is with like Moonrise yeah. Kingdom. I think Wes Anderson is a great Edgar Wright comp in that, uh, and not like that they do the same things, but in that they have they have their fingerprint on what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you can see one of their movies and go, there's no way that wasn't them, right? Like mm-hmm. it had to have been yeah. them. Yeah. It's like when you just hear a 
artist voice and you don't know the yeah song, it's a lot like, like that. hey that's miley cyrus and not every that's director mine, for some reason is miley cyrus any song any new song i've never heard of it before i hear her i'm just like <laughs> hannah montana <laughs> but not <laughs> every not hannah every director montana? can pull that off you know and a lot of people look like they're just copying something and, mm-hmm. and you know great art steals from great art you know you know i'm a strong believer in that but it's still really cool to to see him pull it off in such a fantastic way Throughout the, the trilogy and mm-hmm. my one of my favorite movies, Scott Pilgrim's The World, but you know, <laughs> well, and you can specifically in the trilogy, you can. I mean, and I've talk, brought this up with Brad before you got here. You can see him find his footing, mm-hmm. and then once the world's end hits, you're like, okay, you found it for sure with Scott Pilgrim, and then just pushed even further with this, and then Baby and Baby Driver is mm-hmm. like even the next level with the car chase stuff. Isn't that your favorite movie, Brad? Uh yeah, it's my second favorite, but like mm. objectively, the my favorite. Oh, my favorite okay. is Clerks, but that's for personal reasons. Oh, okay. so it's just like Baby Drivers, kind of. Are you excited for the second one? Uh, they're making a second Baby Driver. Yeah, I did not. Know <gasps> yeah. Oh my God, Jamie, breaking news on. You know that, I, I talked to you about this. No, you haven't. When Ed Grant was like, "I'm writing it." You haven't brought this up to me. <laughs> I would remember this. I swear, I've talked to you about it. Wow. Friendship betrayal. <laughs> That's messed up. I, I love hear, that I, I mended this fissure. I had to hear about this, this, I I hear about this from one. Jamie. <laughs> What's wrong with Jamie? Like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't really know what that implies, but I Got just wanted to. <laughs> Got to. Um, oh, God. But um, no, I didn't know that. That's exciting. Um, I don't know. But I. What was my original point with this? I don't know. I don't know okay. what you're talking about. Great. Thank you. <laughs> um, instead of back to the point, this is lose the point. I mean, Shaun of the Dead. I think I do like in this, though, that Simon Pegg's character, like the zombie apocalypse was the best thing that could have happened to him. Yeah. He finally got his shit together and he was able to actually like live a life in this and finally take charge because he had to. I like that the big notion of it, though, is that he stopped smoking for one day. <laughs> one singular day and he's like listen i changed and she's like you know what that's enough for me <laughs> um i think it got rough when he had to uh, like we're gonna get into like the killings now yeah when he had to kill his mom mm-hmm. and yep. then he had to watch his stepdad that what he now saw as his dad i feel like the stepdad was even more sad yeah because it was just this like he, he hated him he was even thinking of killing him he was just like i'll take him out and then but then once he dies it was just like i he gave like a real reason of just like i, I tried i don't know how i tried mm-hmm. my best mm-hmm. i just wanted you to be strong like sort of a thing and i was like well fuck now he's a zombie and he's in the car he, he turned that radio off though. yeah he did <laughs> well i think ultimately like Edgar Wright is just a master of telling character-driven stories. I, I agree. Like I that's, absolutely that's agree what with every that. single one of his films, you know, as far as I, I know, they're all character-driven. You know, he does a great job of doing that and exploring that. The relationship between just the differences in the relationship between Simon Pegg and Nick Frost's characters in all of these, they're very interesting and different um, while still being the same, just mm-hmm. like opposite. Like in the first one, it's, Nick Frost is dragging Sean down and Sean's kind of a worthless human being too. The second one does the opposite of that where he's Simon Pegg is very capable mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Nick Frost is, you know, learning from him. He's kind of this lovable goofy guy. Yeah. In the but, and then uh, the world. I felt like the second one, there was more of a balance mm-hmm. between the two of them. And then the third one was just kind of switch the first one. Where, oh yeah. Absolutely. Where just Simon that. Pegg is the one bringing him down. But even then like but Nick, Nick Frost in the third is my great. God. 
My God. That was his best acting. That he man had was confidence. That he man was sexy. Was yeah. Honestly. Sexiest man of the live of the year, right? <laughs> 2024. Nick Frost. <laughs> no, 2023, Nick Frost. No, Kevin Hart in 2023. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Don't forget, right. I forgot, I forgot. <laughs> I want to say to the people of People like Magazine, we're doing your job for you. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't. What has Nick Frost done recently? I don't know, but nor do I. <laughs> He's sexy that movie, so he deserves it. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, there are like definitely some very emotional moments mm-hmm. in this movie, and also just some serious deaths. The only ones that survive are Simon Pegg and his girlfriend. Well, and technically Nick Frost. No, he does not survive. He He's not survive. kept as a pet. No, yes. he's, he's, he does not. No, that's he's not alive. He's a zombie. That's, that's fair. Not... But yeah, well, and let's talk about the friends. Let's okay. let's discuss yeah, this. That's fair. Because fuck the guy. I don't even yeah. remember his name because I, I hated him so either. much. Screw that guy. That dude was kind of just in love with him, but it was just I don't know. That was a weird situation, but that was what made it interesting. Well, I hated that he just like in the second I saw it, the second he walked in front of that window, I was like, oh, you're dead. Like, oh, you're yeah, so absolutely. dead. Instant. <laughs> and that was that whole scene was definitely ripped straight out of Dawn of the Dead specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, And I, I I loved that. I was like, this is great. And like the leg ripping off like that is very like 70s special effects ish. Because mm-hmm. um, like they even did that in Evil Dead in the 80s with like the eyeball and all that yeah. stuff. But um, I'm sure that also works just from a budget standpoint. Exactly. Well, it's, it's it's an homage, but it's also like mm-hmm. it's cheaper to do it this way. <laughs> and I think what makes that movie so good is that even though you have those special effects like that, which same thing with like Evil Dead and Night of the Living Dead, is it holds up because you just know that at the time that's what they had. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's all I'll say about that. Yeah. Um, I... I I don't know. I just I did like the characters a lot. I thought it was interesting that like that one dude's girlfriend that I guess he didn't care about. She was she completely knew that, but was fine with it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. I was like, there's some. That's an interesting like reasoning. I want to get into that more, but then she just kind of ran yeah, out. Yeah, my after. issue with that is she made that whole thing, and then she was like, "I'm gonna sacrifice myself for you, anyways." And I was like, "Why?" It was more He's just, dead. His well, limbs ripped. Yeah. It was more <laughs> just like we didn't get to see more of it which sucked but at the same time i was like that was an interesting character right there yeah. at the last second have either of you guys watched on um, the chilling adventures of sabrina mm. yeah the netflix show? she's hilda yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That she's, was wild she's been me. big famous for a long time though i did not know that mm-hmm. yeah a lot of those people are really famous i don't know if sean is where they started though or just i would launching be point. surprised I, but, I do know a lot of um like Edgar Wright picked a lot of these people. Like he, the whole reason Nick Frost is in it is because he was just like, ah, oh, he's a he's a funny guy. I I think he deserves the spotlight, and so oh, they, cool. they gave it to him. Like so that. it was just, it could be where they got their start. I don't know. Man, someone needs to do stopped, that for me. I stopped watching <laughs> Sabrina in the first episode when they kept talking about her virginity, and I was like, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> that, that I'm, I'm not gonna. Sabrina was good at first. Really, oh. Alyssa loves it. I, I like Sabrina for a while, and then it just slowly kind of declined for me because it came, became more CW. If oh, you guys yeah. know what I'm talking uh, about, like yeah, because well, like, it started connecting like Riverdale. Didn't but they you could keep up with Riverdale? Did JD? they cross it over? Yes, at one oh, point. Yeah, did. I did not make it that far. <laughs> okay, it's fair, but I made it pretty far. I know you, you made it like double as <laughs> far as I've got. My thing with Sabrina is it has a really good commentary on religion specifically because a lot of how they treat the devil is how a lot of different denominations of christianity treat god yeah it's totally and it's commentary on faith yeah. and your relationship with your family and faith and all of that for sure and that's what i like about it but however it, it just got riverdale yeah yeah it got real cw yeah there's like yeah. the cw curse or something i don't know no offense cw well they but, used uh, to offense. make good stuff. you guys must use the same writers i don't know <laughs> they probably do 
ECW yeah. used to do good stuff, but now they aren't very good. I feel like their stuff always starts strong and, and slowly ends goes down. I it's just like the CW thing. I oh, you finished. mean Netflix? Oh, I just meant CW in general. I am talking about CW in general. Okay. I never finished Supernatural though, so I won't. I won't comment on that too much. It's not great. It didn't end as strong. It okay, should have ended after season five. Yeah, yeah. It should have ended when they planned the hell out of it. Yeah, and I still enjoyed Sabrina and Riverdale. <laughs> should we move on to Hot Fuzz? Yes. Um, this is my favorite. This is the weakest one in my opinion. Ooh. It got. It was really good, and then the last thirty minutes just kind of ruined it for me. So it's it's tough for me, right? So Sean was the most nostalgic. Cause like I said, it was one of the, mm. I don't know. It's just one of the first movies I have in my mind of like, this is a, Ooh, an adult movie and I'm watching it. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I feel like you see is... a brutal murder and you're like, I'm four. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think I want to say I've seen Sean like four times before uh-huh. this, this rewatch this weekend and hot fuzz. I'd seen like once before or something like that. So I don't know. I usually like the cop movies though, more than anything, but it's because of the buddy cop thing. I'm a, I'm a sucker for the buddy trope, I guess. But they do that in all the movies. So I think it's interesting, though. I'm not a sucker for those, but mm-hmm. I loved this. I thought this had the best comedy in it. I thought, like, even just some of the improv stuff. I think, like, those Ant- the Andes, those detectives, mm-hmm. I think they did a lot of improv on this. They were and they, they were great. I will, I will <laughs> clarify. I'm a buddy cop fan if it's a comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I want to put that asterisk out there. Yeah, that's not just fair. general cop movies. Mm-hmm. I am black. <laughs> <laughs> but I a- mean, I'm a stand that all cop all cop movies or media is copaganda, but that's just me. <laughs> but I think this one is so fucking funny, and also just like the, the acting in it. Like Simon Pegg has a freak out moment in this movie, and it's awesome. Which one? Just, like, which he's freak freaking out? out throughout the whole thing, but it's so great. But I mean, like the ultimate thing in the. He just like has a breaking point where he's just like, Am I, have I lost my mind or something like that? And it's amazing. And I'm even as the audience, I'm thinking that because he's quite competent and he's doing his job well. I do know that there are moments where he does take it too far. Like, I think he said that he missed his mother-in-law's funeral mm-hmm. or something. Well, I love that stoic humor that Simon mm-hmm. Pegg brought into this movie. Yeah. Because I, I just love humor like that. So that, mm-hmm. that really. I think objectively, me. this was definitely the best acting and like movie across the board. I don't know if I did that. Really? Okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I also feel like just, I, I don't know. I, my favorite joke in this. I even texted it to you. You did, you did. I texted him. He didn't even know what I was talking about. No, I was in the middle of so much stuff. I was like, <laughs> what is Brett, what's happening? <laughs> but it's just, I, um, the police what, captain or something, the man in charge at the police station, he's talking about the um, old sergeant that, uh simon pick has replaced or nicholas angel has replaced um and he's like you know you've got everything that he had except one thing and he's like well what's that and he's just like a great big bushy beard and i'm like and it killed me and it's super great too because we see that dude we know what happened to that dude mm-hmm. he got murdered mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm like this is super interesting i think it's so cool and it's Oh, fucking hilarious. And I care about all the characters. I care about Simon Pegg. I care about Nick Frost's uh, uh, cop. I thought that he was great and mm-hmm. deserved everything. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I like this movie. And I was super baffled why he was kicked out of the police force. Because 
It's because he, he was, was bringing crime too down too much. Yeah, he was too good. I, they were losing jobs. I understand that. I relate. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Jamie Godson over here. See, Seth does say it. Is there like a village nearby that we could, I don't know, that needs a production company? <laughs> or... <laughs> Kick him out. <laughs> but no, I also I do kind of call bullshit because even if I know they also say it at the end of like, um, we kind of need you because work has productivity has gone down. But at the same time, I'm like, he's doing good jobs. He gets to the city and at no point am I like, you're taking it a bit too far. I'm like, he's making sure kids aren't illegally underage mm-hmm. drinking. He's making sure people don't drive home drunk or they he stops them from pissing in public. I'm like, that's kind of what a cop should do. So I feel like it's should. Yeah, <laughs> should be. Let's word. not get into that. But, <laughs> but I was just at no point was I like, this man is being unnecessarily strict. No, the whole time I was like, this fair. Because even they were like, it's for the greater good. And I was like, is it really, though? You're just making letting teens get drunk. I was very confused as to why they were even like, why they were so okay. The whole, their whole, like that bar's whole patronage was just underage kids. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? It's because they killed all the fucking yeah, adults. I, I, I reminded me of a study in Philadelphia episode. Oh, I haven't seen It's always sunny. Seth, I don't know that you would. Oh, I hate it. I tried it. It's awful. Well, I don't like it. I think Sunny is hilarious. I don't even like Sunny. I have a very dark sense of humor, though, so I guess that's me. That's just too much. Is this a spectrum right here? We've got one extreme and another extreme. Am I in the middle? I think so. Perhaps, yeah. Because I hate it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's weird. Um, I'm a good person. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you have to say that speaks volumes as to why I don't like it because I'm like Mr. PC over here and Jimmy's like I'm a good person even though I watch this <laughs> I mean I don't know man you don't like women in film so well, I, when did that bigger. what it's all recorded we got it oh my god how do, how do we how do we feel about the murder uh, mystery aspect of it all great I think fantastic it is great. yeah it's all right murder mystery again has never been like my favorite mm-hmm. thing it's I think it's decently good i knew because it gives us um i think his name is timothy dalton the actor but Mm -hmm. mr james bond Mm -hmm. and they set him up as like this is the guy who's doing it and it's so obvious that even i was like it can't be him (laughs) yeah i I was like it can't be him it's too too easy (laughs) but um they twisted it in a way where it's just like uh, it's all of them i guess it does the clue thing yeah, I <laughs> I haven't seen Clue yet. Oh, well. we have an episode thing. Yeah, you should you should watch it and then watch the episode. I I like this better. It w- it's not better than Clue, um, but I Clue isn't a satire, got, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, okay. It's like a satire on the game, but also it's just goofy. Oh, okay. I don't um, think it's a satire on murder mysteries. No, it's not. I think it just wanted to be a murder. Did the mystery. game come first? Yeah, yeah. it's based oh, okay. off the game. Oh, okay, okay. Because like, yeah, they had like. Uh, what's it called? Um, symbolism for it and all that. Not symbolism. They have straight up like we're doing the game thing. <laughs> you know, you seen Doom that movie with the Rock? Yeah. You know how there's that POV shot because it's like from the game. Oh yeah. yeah. Clue has that too. Oh, that's funny. It's not. <laughs> it's great. It's bad. Um, one of my favorite Halloween movies. Um, but fuck, Brad, you got me so <laughs> off where I was talking. Hot Murder fuzz. mystery aspect. Hot fuzz. Yes. Um. It got bad. Everyone being the killer and like being like a cult too weird for me. I w- it took such a sharp turn. And I thought that was kind of funny. I thought that was great. It was it just it like it, it gave me whiplash because like doing was... two killers was good. That's pulling a scream. No, it's not. <laughs> but once it was like eight people, it's like, well, 
I think that's it fit. I think I thought it fit. I've thought so too. Yeah. I think like even making it a subversion where it's like it's not even just a serial killer thing. Like it is, but it's just it's more of this cult thing, and it's like weirdly the old versus the young. Mm-hmm. Even though I mean they do kill some of the young people, but they also just kill a lot of old people. It's just whoever they don't like, they kill. And I was like, I can kind of see why they would. I could see how some demented old people would do this and That's just take fair. it too far. And also at the same time, the payoff was we got to see Simon Pegg beat the shit as some old people. <laughs> I can agree. After we got past the actual cult, um, I was much more into it whenever it was like the shootout and everything. And then he was chasing the guy and then um, he kicked that. He flying kicked that woman in the face. Yeah, he did. He did. And that you was good. That? It's just <laughs> she had a bloody nose. <laughs> It was so. Jamie just laughing quietly. It was Um, really funny. Because it it, it is good. I liked it. Just it was such whiplash. It took me a second to be like, okay, this is what we're doing. You said that was the weakest movie for you though in the trilogy, just because of that moment. Mm -hmm. Like besides that, I really liked. Like I was like, this is so good, Brad. I love this. And then that came, and I was like, what the hell? I think that's the one that I would rewatch the most. I think each excels at a different thing. That's very I can definitely fair. agree to I that. I do think each excels at a different thing, and that almost puts them all on a pretty similar playing field for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Almost. Oh, I feel it is like a very, like, even, like, they're all good. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that, like, clearly one is better. I just, I liked Hot Fuzz more. No, that's fair. And I think it, I think it is crazy that it's the weakest for you because it had a twist. The twist just, they come, I don't like whenever something in the movie completely takes me out of the experience I was having. I thought it kind of set it up pretty well too. Cause you see like it's got a subversion cause you've got the bond, Mr. Bond being the obvious choice, but then also just like that whole town's fucked up. There's something wrong with that whole town. Well, yeah. and you know that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And that's a fair point. So I felt like it worked. That was fine. Maybe I just me. didn't catch on to the clues fast enough. So when it happened, Maybe I was just, just like, what the slow. fuck? No. Fuck you, Brad. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> No, this is a hostile work environment, I must say. Uh, we just joke. What are you, HR? Maybe. <laughs> oh, God. He is our boss. I, not of this company. <laughs> um, I, I liked it. In, in retrospect, after talking to you guys HR. about it and thinking about it, maybe I was a little too harsh. I love it. I think it's really fun and interesting. It was. And, I just, and it has a payoff of just fun stuff, too. So I think it's great. I also like that... Um, the bit when he finally tells the other police officers, like, you're living a lie. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, rally up and they're just like, I even like that the guy says, like, you can't even believe him. And then they go, like, learn to know when you're done. It's just like, we're, we're, we're against you now. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it all. I thought it was great. And just, no, you did not like some of the gore in that one. No. So, and like, just some like, for instance, whenever um, James Bond fell onto the tower like a mini tower and it went through his mm-hmm. freaking chin i thought that was the best one <laughs> whenever the the part of the tower that fell and decap- and basically that was wild yeah yeah i'll give you that that was it, gruesome i've, I've grown to i guess enjoy even though it doesn't feel like the, uh, the right word but like i've grown to appreciate that type of stuff though in body film. horror kills me Ugh. like to my soul it doesn't like it doesn't freak me out i'm just like yeah that's what would happen so that's what we should see literally <laughs> that's kind of how i feel about yeah. it but every time there's body horror me and brett have this conversation it's like, also it, it for me, me core. i'm i'm very desensitized to that stuff so whenever even like if if one of them gets me i'm just like good on you 
that's that's a hard thing to do to, to get me to wince at it but i'm just like it, and this didn't do that if anything i i did enjoy these yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like mr bond oh great the first one where you just it's see the head on the mr. ground bond, i was like oh way. god not for me i think it's amazing couldn't do it well i mean sean showed you that edgar was not afraid to go into the gore part yeah, though. Mm-hmm. but it looked more real in this one because it's newer so yeah. it's gross it's still very cgi yeah i mean yeah but like, mm. I love that. Like, <laughs> I love that. Like, Daredevil and Punisher gore. You know, it's not like too gory, but it's mm-hmm. like that's pretty. They don't gory. show it. Yeah, like you know gory. it's happening. I don't they know. We did sometimes. see. A, we did see a puddle of blood go out yeah. of that man's head when he got crushed by a car they, door. They do that's it to fair. where they like that's they fair. leave it to your imagination just enough. Just enough. I can handle that. Actually, that's that also why I didn't finish Daredevil. <sighs> Sin. <laughs> absolutely i have revoked Brad's my looking you in the eyes privilege oh, God. <laughs> it's so much i'm good hell i'm gonna exploit that i'm gonna look you directly in your eyes though. thank you brad <laughs> me jamie every time he sees me don't you stare looking in his eyes <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh. should we move on to um or is there anything else? I don't know. I feel like there is a lot in this movie we could I, talk I about. I do think Hot Fuzz had the best comedy out of all three. I can I, agree to that. Absolutely. That was, I didn't know if that was just because it appealed to my taste more, though, or if that no, was No, it was just fucking pop. funny. Yeah, I it think was, it was caught movies, great. like you said, though, comedy, but he caught movies are really fun. They're really fun. I think, I'm trying to remember. I'll admit, though, there isn't that many, like, funny um, Nick Frost, Simon Pegg moments in this. Th- those are more wholesome. Yeah, because Nick Frost, I, I like I'll be honest, a lot. I think this was his like he, I liked his character a lot, but it this definitely wasn't his, like it was his least funny role in all three. Yeah. He was just kind of a man child that was taking. He was just kind of mo- mooching off of his dad's job. I like the curiosity his character had though. He still had a very oh, yeah. three dimensional. Yeah. Character. Oh, for sure. I'm well, not complaining. I'm not saying that as like he was. Because he wasn't his character from Shaun of the Dead, Mm-mm. like just worthless. But it I was... think Nick Frost has been the most dynamic in the trilogy. Oh, for sure. Yes, absolutely. That. No offense, Simon Pegg, because you're also fantastic. He's but Nick Frost has been he's really really good. dynamic. Yeah, really. But good. Simon Pegg the, in The World's End and in Shaun of the Dead weren't exactly the same, but were a lot more similar than any of Nick Frost's mm-hmm. roles. Mm-hmm. Let's get into The World's End. At world, oh no, The World's End. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> so this was very enjoyable for me. It starts off with just, it's just this sad old man wanting to relive who peaked in high school. Why do you think everyone is old? I, because middle aged. He, how old is he in this? I don't know. But 40s. He looks like not, 43. No, he's almost 40 because that's oh, not even Sam old. makes a whole statement where she's like, when you're looking at 40, it's not as fun. Well, the that's fact whenever... Good. I don't like, consider you old until you're like past 60. 60 I'm going yeah. to consider you old if you're trying to relive your glory days of being in high school and you're almost 40. Mm-hmm. That's a fair point. I guess. It's yeah. 20 years and you haven't moved on from that. Yeah, I'm going to call you old and sad for that. But that's the whole point of the movie. I still think he ended <laughs> oh, up I old agree. and sad, yeah. though. And like, but even, you were saying, why is everyone old? And I was like, here's why. <laughs> I think just because you're depressed doesn't mean you're old. That depression it, makes it, age. His problems go far beyond depression, I feel. <laughs> like, it's a different state. At some point, you have to look at your life and go, I got to change something. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's wanting to relive his glory mm-hmm. days and finally do this. Uh, golden mile i believe he calls it where he just they hit up 12 bars mm-hmm. in, yep. in the town that they grew up in and it's a town none of them want to be in anymore that's why except they left him. yes except mm-hmm. 
I'm not gonna lie, this really made me want to do this though. Oh, oh yeah, like absolutely. so bad. Here's what I'll say: like they're whenever they first did it and they didn't succeed, it's they're like in their first few years of drinking. That's exactly what you were supposed to do. Then. Yeah, that's true. And we're in those years. Oh my god, we, we are. learned at bar call for my birthday. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I will say, I went one. out the past few nights and I was like, "Ugh, I'm decrepit. I can't." <laughs> yeah, it's Alyssa told me I want to go to bed. Day, <laughs> we had a, she was like, "Yeah, me and Jared's like we're too old for this." Like, there's, Jamie's only a year older than me. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with bar hopping, especially <laughs> whenever you're in your early twenties. But whenever you're bar, bar hopping and you have families and wives and you don't want to go bar hopping but your friend is making you go bar hopping it's a little sad yeah, yeah. i will make us do that though you will oh, you're that friend oh, i was worried sure. i was that friend oh, i thought i would be that friend oh really we all thought we were simon Pegg. no really it's all we all know it's brandon but Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll see if brandon listens to the podcast brandon i love you <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a good we point. We know it's a joke because Brandon can't hold his alcohol. It's fine. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. <laughs> he takes right. one drink and he's like, bro, I'm floored. He would not want to go drinking. No. Brad, Gosh. do you remember when he threw it all over the, yes, the motel I wall? Say- and do, destroy do I, my Kit Kat. <laughs> my Kit Kat. <laughs> do I remember that day? I sent you something about that day today. Yes, you did. Yes, I you got did. A, uh, Jamie got messed up on gin. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll tell a real story. Jamie got messed up on this gin. You drank like what? Two thirds of that bottle? It was a lot of the bottle. It was a lot of the bottle in my in defense. One night. In my defense, though. No. I was, I was, no. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I was already at that point where it's like you need to be taken care of by your by your peers. Mm-hmm. We all know that point, right? I was and, the one, and I was new at this point. Yes, and Brandon just kept giving me the alcohol. <laughs> he was the like, enabler. Brandon's an enabler. Yes. So if anything, he is the Brandon other ones. Brandon will yes. walk up to me, highly intoxicated, and be like, want to do some more? And I'm like, bro, give me a beat. Yeah. Like, ask, like directly after. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, no. I mean, he should have been giving me water. He was giving me just more gin. Yeah, and he doesn't. He didn't mix it well. He was giving like, you the all. gin and sprite, and it yeah. was probably mostly gin. It was definitely mostly gin. Yeah, you it's drank, mostly, but it was like two thirds of this bottle of gin. And then for some reason, I got an ad for it today on Instagram, <laughs> and like that's a weird thing. Him, Seth and I have talked about like yeah. you know Amazon and like Siri. They they're listening in and they'll advertise this stuff. But that was over a year ago that yeah. that happened, and it is the first time I've gotten an ad for this damn gin. But I was just like, wow. I want to say I'm a year sober now. And no, you're uh, not. <laughs> I was like, you liar. I'm taking care of you within this last year. I have never gotten year. that drunk again. You're full this of shit. shit. That's true. That. That's true. You're full of shit. That. You weren't there. <laughs> he was that, really that drunk. Was bad. Was that worse than the party where I took care of you? No, the party was, I was just, that was the lights. That wasn't really what was in my system. This was that bad. Was, yeah. Okay, that's fair. That was, I was like, guys, there's he so many moving lights. I do want to say, he was he, walking around cuddling a bottle of sangria. This like was before hour. I was drunk. That was before I was drunk. <laughs> this, Get your facts straight, Seth. This <laughs> night, half a pie. <laughs> this night, though, he was, he like, was just holding on to me he was sitting down but he could not sit up straight and mm-hmm. so he was just leaning on me had his hand on my chest we my caressed open one chest. another yes and then also at some point That's i don't know sensual. when he did this he had his belt undone and yeah. i looked down and i'm like why are your pants off <laughs> <laughs> jamie then, trying to make a move we fi- and we finally got him to be- <laughs> he's like brad we're both single but like and then we finally got him to bed brandon and i stayed up for a bit more finally went to bed and then at some point at like five in the morning he gets up goes to the bathroom 
I thought he was, you know, hung over or something, just had to piss. We, like, a few hours later, he gets back, and then he's like, why Why was I asleep in the bathroom? And we were like, you fell asleep in the bathroom? You fell asleep in the bathroom, Danny? <laughs> yeah. I he had was that still moment. Drunk okay, after yeah, hours yeah, that was drunker. Yes, a long like you. it was the no, that was definitely the most. That was like my welcome to alcohol lesson. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> he started taking like, AA meetings afterwards. Yeah. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I drove him to AA meetings after. At the show. intervention, everyone was very concerned, but very nice. <laughs> I haven't had that moment actually yet. Mm-hmm. I don't. I do I not encourage either. it. I, now I see people and I'm like, please drink water. Like, please. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my I'm, God. I'm that yeah. Guy. I'm like, oh, drink yeah. water while you're drinking. Yeah. In and between. don't never drink around Brandon Glebe. Just no. don't do it. Don't do it. No. <laughs> That's fair. No. Um, so what I'm hearing is we either. need to take a guy's oh, trip. Yeah, no. Because I didn't come to this one. No. Mm-hmm. So we need to take a guy's trip. We need to do the Golden Mile. Yeah. And do the Golden Mile song. Oh, yeah. God. Well, I like the rule of just having one drink at each place. I think that's, I think that's, that's actually pretty manageable. Well, it, it depends on how many places there are. <laughs> because yeah. honestly, yeah, one drink of, at a place isn't that bad. But when you do 12 pints. Yeah, I don't think I would do a whole pint, though, at each place. No, I do more. like a mixed drink or like maybe like yeah. a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Something chill. Okay. We could, I think we could figure out a good 12 spots here. <laughs> I already have a couple in mind. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> okay. So what I'm hearing is. Guy's trip. What I'm hearing is we're going to be the ones to start the apocalypse. Yes. That's fine. (laughs) Okay. Let's, we haven't even talked about this movie that much. No, not really. (laughs) They're wanting to do this bar hop and I'm, I was enjoying it, but at the same time I was, I was like, I don't want to watch two hours of a man trying to relive his youth in high school. Mm. And it was just kind of sad. I like, I was enjoying it for the comedy at the moment. It was cringe humor, but I also just liked all everyone there. I like Martin Freeman. I like uh, Nick Frost. I, I love all of their characters in this. And then just just at the perfect moment in this movie, for me at least, it got more interesting. <laughs> it got and, wild. And we realized that it it's did. an alien invasion. It seemed like it was going to be a regular movie at first. And then I did it not became an that. Edgar Wright movie I, thought it was gonna be, I knew it was going to be the apocalypse. I, I didn't, didn't know what the apocalypse I, I didn't know anything was going to be. It. This was a complete, I was not expecting that. I thought it would be a two hours of just, you know, th- these guys bar hopping and mm. the four of them hate it and See, you slowly learn things about the group because mm. there are movies like that and i think those are solid movies i watch those movies i like those movies so that's what i expected and the the, the twist was a twist i'm so glad that twist was there because i would have been bored i mean that's fair i but it's so weird because i went into this knowing because i thought the world's end was like i didn't know it was the pub i thought that was because the world was ending I think I thought that at first, but then once I watched the movie, I I didn't know anything. If I thought there was a twist, I didn't think it was that twist. And once I watched the movie, I found out that was one of the bars. I just went, oh, okay. And then I just bought in. And then suddenly there was a huge twist where they're like baby, they're like dolls, mm-hmm. basically, that mm-hmm. can be twisted off. And they're aliens. And I, I've, I also really like I've never seen um, them done like that before. Yeah, I, like that, they, you're right. The they, alien thing, how they did it, was yeah. really unique. I mean, they say robots, yeah. and it is very robotic, but at the same time, like the function of how they take them apart, it's very much like just a, a toy doll yeah. that you like pop the head off of or mm-hmm. something. And I was like, I've never seen that before. I, yeah, that was unique. Good that was point, really neat. actually, Brad. Yeah, Thanks. I, I have a few of them. Yeah, here and there. Um, <laughs> a few. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you hopped on his bandwagon. Uh, oh, no, I jumped back and forth. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're on no one's side. No one's side. Um, You're on Jamie's side. Exactly. He wants all of us on his. Yes. Yeah. Um, Why wouldn't you be? Exactly. You're always on mine, so. 
Um, <laughs> but I I really liked the alien, the first kill, man. Mm-hmm. He was throwing him down, and I was like, "This is gonna be rough." Mm-hmm. But then it just kind of broke, like like plastic toy, like a doll. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, okay, I can get, I can deal with this." And it made it more bearable, I think, in the sense of the body gore because it was so like it's CGI and, and blue and gr- and like that type of thing. Um, I I really enjoyed the fight scenes though, just oh, the across the board. Great, in this. they were so good. And Nick that could just Frost. be that now he's right got. Now. Oh yeah. With those stools, oh everything, the like stools, the stools, the head, he would like everything. twist it. He was dude. doing all sorts of stuff. He was great. I got turned on. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the one where he's sexy because he's like he's a he's got his trauma past, but he's a confident man that's willing to stand up for what he believes in, and mm-hmm. he can fucking fight. And I'm just like, I like this character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I got off track, but oh, like I said with the perfect timing thing, I I thought about it more as you were talking about it, but um. Like it's it this culmination scene of like when the twist happens, it starts with him just continuing to be shitty and his life is falling apart. His friends have said that they want to leave and then and he's just like, oh, it's not working and everything. So he just does what any, I guess, addict that's doesn't really know what his life is going on with and just says it to the first person that goes into the bathroom and it's a kid Mm -hmm. and then somehow like and like picks a fight with a with a kid like no sensible person would do that i was still waiting for someone to like wake up and it was a dream or something yeah at first that's what i was i was like is this real yeah and then the kid's just like you don't want to do it because i thought we were lulled for like what like 20 minutes Mm -hmm. like a while 30 minutes it was a minute before they actually like got into that enough for me to think that was gonna be the whole movie yeah yeah because I, I saw the cover and like it was similar to you, Brad. And I was like, oh, I guess this is like maybe an apocalypse thing. But then they were like, no, it's just the bar. And I was like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> they got to like what third or fourth one before they yeah, saw an alien. Or yeah. They saw one before they like fought. And but again, realized. it still has that good setup that kind of throws you off. I mean, I guess you were expecting it. But like the first two are the exact same because they've been chained. Mm-hmm. And it's Starbucked as they called it. I like that. Yeah, um, me too. But it was just like, but I bought into that because it's like, yeah, there's tons of Starbucks. I would believe that they do that to a bar or something. But then as you go through, it's like, oh, no, they're trying to make everything the same. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is interesting and clever and good. And yeah, the fights are fucking awesome. Like the more you think about it, the better it is. It's really great. Yeah, I thought it was the best action. I love. Oh, for sure. The best. action. I mean, that scene in particular where he has the bar stools. It's when they uh, it's Pierce Brosnan, by the way. I know <laughs> it's great. But like they literally are like making that threat of like, OK, we've tried to do this in our way, which is we want you to say yes, which has maybe only worked th- what twice. Yeah. Yeah. It's only worked twice because that guy Basil did not agree to it. He just like found a way around it. But like they there are tons of them and it looks like up oh, lights out. But Nick Frost literally just goes, fuck it. And he fights them all. Like He's so fed up with everything, with his friend, with this bar hopping, with the fact that there is a fucking alien invasion. Like he is fully prepared to just take on a room of these things. And he does it really well. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, this is cool. Um. And then some of these people get assimilated. <laughs> yeah. Martin Freeman, which sucked. But at the same time, I called it the instant it happened. They called it, or Simon Pegg's character called it in the car. He was like, I don't know why they didn't call it the five musketeers because then they could kill two and have three left. And the second he said <laughs> that, I went, I even, okay, so which two are going to die? Yeah, I did yeah. not. And I knew it wasn't him or Nick Frost. How so can, I kind of, yeah, I had to they, narrow it down. never those two, yeah. How can you, like, guess that though like i'm i heard that and i just thought like okay he it's 
they're just getting around this dumb thing. I did not think that that would lead. That was a foreshadowing of two of these guys are going to die. Oh, I knew the second he said it. I was like, OK, so which two? I did not know that. I don't I know. Some not. things just stick even out to the, me. Even at the end, I thought they it, it would be revealed that like those people, those empties were just like in mm-hmm. a storage or something and they're not actually dead. And here they are in anything. But it really just turns into the sister going like, where's my brother? And it's like, I oh, will tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> How did you guys feel about the ending of this movie? OK, fa- so which the part? fact that it's apocalypse. It's so like the part where they go down in the world's end and then they yeah. talk to the thing. Yeah, it made me really sad. <laughs> I was like I was just like like I could see like the dark humor mm-hmm. underneath it of being like haha yeah we're just humans are too awful to even like try to make better but so now I was like these, these Simon Pegg's were really sad in this moment see I liked it but I also thought that conversation went on kind of long it did it does go on for a bit long. I like where it ended but like I, that conversation, I actually but. didn't even feel it I was completely on his side in that moment where like, because these people are just coming down and being like, we're gonna, you know, make you guys perfect and everything. And I'm well, like, Brad, you're the rebellious one. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I'm the devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. But I was still just like, fuck you for trying to make us the same and perfect to this ridiculous thing. It's just like to air as human. I was completely on board with the to air as human thing, like as an argument mm-hmm. to the, all of that. Um, I didn't find that moment sad. At that moment, I actually felt like Simon Pig's character had made the most sense. He was right. It was just funny because they were like, we needed you because you're like the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. And I just I was just like, damn, they're really just destroying him. And like the, he even says, like, who cares if we suck? And like, yeah. And the message there is nice. I, I guess it's just I was just like, damn, they're really just like you're the worst. And that's why we picked you. And I was like, This is just breaking my heart. At the same time, he's the one that stopped an alien invasion. He did because they were just like, you're not worth it. <laughs> He did doom the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't happen though. You don't think we'd really? leave? No, like the like the like if they left, I don't think we'd go into total ruin. I guess you don't think the surge that they sent after they left would have destroyed the world like they wanted it to? Nah. Okay. I well, can give you the nah. surge, but at the same time I understand his thing where it was like because I mean there was society before yeah. the internet. <laughs> Like, like the a 80s. massive but they the even, 80s wasn't the dark age. Exactly. Yeah, we got the all the aliens way up there, talk yeah. about how they like pushed like computer science basically like yeah but we were very we were very much functioning before the internet that's also that's true true. that's true because i mean the internet wasn't commercial until like late 90s early 2000s so are you saying that like the how like stone age they took it was just too much yeah i thought that was far i I mean i I thought it fit the movie in like his thing but it was far people still understand how that technology works exactly so why can't they just i guess recreate it there's no electricity that's the whole point i you can make electricity yeah but, but the whole point was they couldn't like they they, I, they, they wiped it out. You can make more. Yeah. OK, so solar you power. guys saying that they can doesn't change the fact that the director went. They can't <laughs> in this movie. I, get that I am making a rule here. I, I get that. That's the choice that they made. And mm-hmm. I honestly do like I think that's the benefit of these that they um they're each a separate universe. And so you can ultimately just go and the world's fucked and, yeah. and it's fine. Cause they did the same thing in Sean where they're like, Pretty they had much. like the zombies of competing in games and shit. That was hilarious. That was yeah. very funny. That was absolutely hilarious. But at the same time, it's sad too. It, but, was, sad. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it broke my heart, but I was like, this is funny though. But at the yeah, same time, like we could, <laughs> and all. we could find other forms. There's water. There's like wind. there's windmills. There's uh, we have ways to get technology back even if it's not to the advancement that it was is my point mm-hmm. i mean yeah logically but the move but the, the writing said 
they took the ability for electricity away. <laughs> Your argument seems to be, yeah, but he made this choice. So I'm like, I know that's the choice he made. I don't think that's a realistic choice. I mean, yeah, no, it's mm-hmm. not. I can agree to that. Okay. okay. Sorry, I was just like... I know that's what he said. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> These are always how we come to agreements mm-hmm. on things, and they're always the most unsatisfying. It's always kind of like, I mean, okay, we disagree it's to disagree. It's satisfying to disagree. I mean, yeah. Because we have such strong opinions. Have you guys yeah. had couples counseling yet? No. No. Okay. I'll get someone That's in here for you. That would make this boring. That's a year three thing. Oh, okay. Sorry. We're on year two. Right, right, right. We right. just started year two as well. Mm-hmm. We're so, like two months on. We're yeah. still in the honeymoon phase. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant sequence of sounds. That was great. That was great. <laughs> Well, it's always like, oh, you made Brad a playlist. I'm like, yeah, I did. Oh, we have done like, yeah, really we've done like things. the cutesy <laughs> shit. It's so funny because this is like, I'm so wow. glad you have a boyfriend, Seth. I'm like, <laughs> wow. And here I am, just lonely and in the wind. I've You're made your playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have two things were said. I could only hear me. I said he's the third wheel. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Just I've also once. made you a playlist. <laughs> have you? Yes. It's called the boys mix. I don't know. I've sent it that to you. That was for all of us. Doesn't count. Yeah, that was for you I, and I did Brandon. Not get this. Yes, me and but Brandon. I want I want individual taste is just attention. your taste. So it's really just you. No, he has slightly different tastes. Now. So we have to get Brandon <laughs> on here now. Well, we are. Oh, okay. What episode is that? The Santa Claus movie with John Harbour. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Excited about that. Yeah. Wow, they're already planning my demise. Why are you still here? <laughs> you know, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we'll have to meet back again later. <laughs> I think this, I just, I really. The moral am- of the story, the best Edgar Wright movie is still Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Which I have not seen. Baby Driver's better. I Disagree. do love Baby Driver. None of us have seen Last Night and Soho, have we? No, no I, I have not. I want to, though. I heard it wasn't as good as the other two, though. Okay. Um, I still want to see it. I do think Baby Driver's fantastic. It is. I think I just. Scott it's Pilgrim is of, more my thing. It's kind of that's fair. baffling to me that he would make a sequel. Has, has he made sequels? I mean, technically, but no. What, wow. what's, what's I mean, technically, the Cornetto trilogy was like sequels going on. No, but they're not. That's but not, yeah, they're not, not the same. So even then, like, no. Like, no, yeah, this would be his first sequel. I Like, I am excited about it because it's like, I love Baby Driver and more Baby Driver. But at the same time, I'm like, why are you doing this? Yeah, I haven't seen it since it first yeah, came out, really. Up. But I want to know it more felt like this. it had a good ending. Like it yeah, it didn't seem right? like something it needed more. So no. even Seth had brought up like, um, which I didn't take it this way that it, the ending is kind of ambiguous. Hmm. All that's been said so far about Baby Driver Two is that Edgar Wright says the script is complete. Mm, okay, that's you guys pretty, know Edgar I Wright's feel, like five seven. I'm taller than Edgar Wright. Wow, Seth taller than someone. That's it's good. wild, right? <laughs> right? I'm I'm barely like I'm average. I don't really care about that. I care more about his creative that's ability. That's because Brad's six foot. That's why he doesn't care about yeah. that. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Aren't you also six foot? No, no you're not. I wish, yeah. You're like, what, 5'11"? Five 5'10". Five you make mm. use of your hair. I do. Your hair makes you look taller. Yeah, yeah that's true. my hair gives me like 6'1", six 6'2", six sometimes, mm-hmm. but 5'10". But R.I.P. I don't know. I feel that it is actually a big thing for him to be like, I've completed the script. Yeah. Because he's, I don't really take him as a person that would just make a script and then it not go anywhere. Mm-hmm. It seems like he would uh, do something with it, because I think I think he was writing Baby Driver like around the world's end. Mm-hmm. So it's like, he was writing that for a while before he made it. Hmm. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe maybe that will be made. That's 
crazy to me, to mm-hmm. be honest. It's I'm curious how they're going to do it off because the ending was like kind of up to interpretation. Mm-hmm. I I feel it's not. I feel like it's that he got out and then, you know, he got good thing. It's unrealistic, I will admit, but that he got out and then he, you know, lived that dream. Maybe. What was the other interpretation? It was all purgatory or something? No, the other interpretation was that he was just dreaming of getting out. So purgatory. No, he's just in jail. Okay. It's not like mystical. He's just, uh, just stuck in jail. I do want to rewatch Baby Driver. This has inspired me to rewatch that. Absolutely. We should rewatch I've, both of those and then have a debate. I don't need to rewatch. I swear to God, I've seen it 10 times. That's fair. <laughs> it's too many times, to be honest. It's really good. It is good. What did you say your other favorite movie was? Clerks. Clerks, right, right, right. 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 I knew that about you. But that's a personal reason yeah. for why I like it. So yeah. I understand why, like, I think objectively Baby Driver is my favorite because it's really good. Mm-hmm. But Clerks is really good. Clerks is really good. There's some PC issues, but besides that, I would definitely say like it's a phenomenal movie. I don't care about the PC. Issues. I don't think it's as popular, though, because it is such it's a specific popular. taste. It's very niche. It's a specific taste. Yeah, I think that's the crassness of it is what makes it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen Clerks, Jamie? Long time ago. You should rewatch it. Yeah, it's it's great. I will at some point. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, like my subjective opinion. I want to buy a copy done. of it. And probably rewatch that. You need to give me yours. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to you get signed. Mm-hmm. When do you go to that? December second. Okay, so it's soon. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Just remind me the okay. the convention. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. he's gonna try and get signed. If he gets a signing, he can keep it. No, don't. Yeah, very excited. It's like the it's like an old ass like came out the year the movie came out DVD. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, it will get signed by who <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to try Kevin Smith, but if it's Jason Mewes, I'm fine with that. That's fine. I don't know if Kevin Smith is doing signings i just know that he's going to be there and he's going to do a Q&A. Mm-hmm. have you guys seen ghost world no no but you let me borrow it and i still have it <laughs> you still have it yeah. i was wondering where it was i I'm still sorry. have scott pilgrim you need to watch that I and do. you need to read that i plan on I having that <laughs> <laughs> i plan on giving that back to you, finishing that by the end of the year all right all right what, what volume are you on i'm on four okay midway through four so you're gonna finish it watch scott pilgrim and then i'm coming back on the podcast I guess, yeah. 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 Well, you're also coming back on for the Before Trilogy. Yeah. On Valentine's Day. Yeah. Very That's excited a while about now. that. Because yeah. we apparently sucked last Valentine's no, Day. No, 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 no. You sucked last oh. episode. Let's make one thing clear. Everyone's come to me and said, Seth, you brought so much to the table, and Brad bought nothing. Wow. I feel I've brought a lot to every other episode, so it makes up for it. Are you yeah. saying I don't? I, I produced you this. You paused. <laughs> Couples counseling. Um, I bring the news every you do week. Bring the news every week. I made that is your segment. I made a section for us to film. You did. You, I I was working on it. I will say we were hyped for the Valentine's because we know the passion that Seth has for romance. That's fair. Oh, I am a so rom really com person. I didn't know that. Yeah. So we were like, they they've got to bring also, it. They've there got to bring it. Was a bad communication thing because I didn't know you were going to come in with ten. Yeah, that was a miscommunication. I had three. Now. Yeah, yeah. I, I brought we were, ten, and I was I like, I, I ranked them. Yeah, Seth, you need to watch Ghost World. I need to rewatch that too. So let's watch it together. Yeah, sure. Because sure. I love watching. Let's do with it friends. right now. I don't know. have it here. We'll yeah. find it. <laughs> <laughs> we right. did back to the world's end. Yeah, um, I'm kind of done with it. Yeah, to be so it, it, it's it, really good. It was. I think the fact that I don't know, it's funny as hell. I know Brad, you're not a big ratings guy, but no. they were all good B plus movies for me. I gave. I'd give him a minus. Sean, four and a half out of five. And then I gave the other two three and a half. Mm. 
So C plus harsh, I feel. B plus harsh? No, him. Oh, him? I over I love everything. Like there's like one C. movie that has like yeah. under you do not one star. Love everything. There's like one movie that has under one star this entire year for me. What was it? It was Morbius. Yeah. Um, um, Morbius yeah. was hilarious. It was so bad. It, it was, was funny. Um, so and then funny, I don't yeah. know what the other one was, but I know it was like dated as hell, and that's why. Mm. I still feel like that's harsh for how good these are though. C. Damn. Mm. I give it's average. A, yeah. All right. I'd give him an A minus. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think Edgar Wright overall is an A plus. Absolutely, director. Yeah. I'd give Scott Pilgrim five stars. Oh like, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Sure, fantastic movie. I I'd get like Baby Driver to watch this and be like, I didn't care that much about it. Maybe I don't yeah. know. We might have overhyped it. Yeah, I hope we didn't overhype it because I think that's kind of what happened with with these movies for me. Because mm. you hyped these movies up a lot for years. Me? Yeah. No, I don't remember that. Uh, you don't have to, like. You're so good, Seth. I was like, okay. Nope. I think the society it, also hypes it. It yeah. definitely wasn't that for me. I've always wanted to watch these. I just never really got around to it. And then you were coming on and you were like Edgar Wright. And I was like, perfect. Let's finally do those. I've been meaning yeah. to anyways. And like I said, Sean, I've said it like four times now. Sean was like a childhood thing for me yeah. too. So that, you know, there's some nostalgia in there. For that me. is a classic. Like, I think so. A bunch of people know Sean of the Dead. Yeah. Even if you're not a like, even if they don't talk about the Cornell trilogy, people talk about Sean of the Dead. You're yeah. right. So, yeah. Um, well, I think with that, we can go ahead and bring this podcast to a close. If you would like to reach uh, the podcast, you can do that at Back to the Point 21. The next one is Strange World, dude. I know what you're thinking. Um, <laughs> wow. Call me out, Brad. That's yeah. my signature. <laughs> um, you can still do it. It's fine. That's fine. But um, you can do that at Back to the Point 21 at gmail.com. You can reach out uh, to us on Instagram and Twitter. Rusty is in the taking mic. advantage. <laughs> I can hear it like that. <laughs> he's, he's just going for Jamie. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, it's back to the point. Uh, same on both. And then my Instagram is bombasticbrad1. Yours is plutonic.seth, like the planet. Uh, we're keeping Gus proud. And with that, we will leave you to be continued with Strange World next week. See you next time. See ya. So am I, for the most part. And that makes you pee more? Yes, you can only pee more. Is this, I'm looking at you. Are you backing this up? I've, I've not, I can't say I've experienced that stuff, but. I call it's bullshit. a real thing. I, okay. Show me the stats. <laughs> I'm not saying no, I'm just saying I have I'm saying no. It. Okay, Brad right, is Brad, no. let me prove you wrong. Oh, okay, Google it. I don't do it often, so I want to take this moment. <laughs> I think we should just get back into it while you look this up. Hey, buddy, get off, get off the couch. There's actually a phenomenon called cold diuresis. Cold wind. Which means cold weather makes you need to urinate more frequently. This is because when you're cold, your body prepares to st starve off or sta stave off hypothermia by constricting your blood vessels to prevent blood flow to your skin and extremities. This is not hypothermia weather. I'm fucking cold, Brad. It, oh, what? I'm feeling all right. You're in three layers. You are in three layers. I wear a lot and of layers. <laughs> I'm layered. And you have a beanie. <laughs> like an onion. Did you like also it. say that? Exactly. I didn't hear you if you said it. <laughs> uh, no, I said he also has a beanie. Yeah. Oh. I, I call bullshit. It's not that cold in here. Well, not the tips in my ears get cold. You can gaslight me all you want, Brad. Oh, this is gaslighting. <laughs> Telling me that how I feel isn't real is bullshit. I'm saying it's not that cold in here. It is to me. I... <laughs> I feel like it's that cold in here, Brad.
Seth is sensitive though, so you know it's okay. Fuck you, Jamie. <laughs> you don't want to be sensitive. I'm not that so sensitive. You'll be I'm sensitive. <laughs> That's fair. You've hurt his feelings now. I'm sorry, Jamie. Jamie, I cry. Don't forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> A single tear. <laughs> no cap though, my right eye always drops just like one tear. It's so sensitive to like everything, and people are always like, "Are you crying?" And I'm like, maybe. I, almost everything like wind if i don't wear my glasses for a long time it's physical things it's not like somebody says something mean no to you, it's like a physical it thing yeah just like a physical thing like i don't okay. even notice it anymore but when i yawn it's pointed out my eyes just water so much it looks oh, like are you good too. yeah well i'm gonna plan that now if there, if it's a windy cold day i'm gonna start insulting you <laughs> that's okay i understand <laughs> oh so he can insult you if i say fuck you i, I gave him apologize. the heads yeah up. that's rude seth <laughs> he did give me a heads up it's fair yeah. That's what I'm going to do. And I that. probably won't do it. At, at one of my mini jobs, it. I was out in the cold and it started going and I didn't notice it. And the girl who had just met me was like, oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, it just happens. I... <laughs> you should have ran with it. Just, yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> just such a beautiful night. <laughs> that was great. Drop my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> 